as a business owner and just a Maine resident, I think we have a vital responsibility to protect our water. And I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that, you know, the great beers coming out of the state of Maine uh, owe, owe a debt to, to the clean water that we have here. Keep the water clean, we'll keep making good beer. Over 90% of beer is water, and the breweries who are part of the Maine Brewshed Alliance know pretty well that clean water is critical to making beer that tastes good. The Maine Brewshed Alliance is a new collaboration between the Natural Resources Council of Maine and, at the time of this recording, 20 breweries throughout the state. Through the Brewshed Alliance, NRCM and these breweries are working together to raise awareness of why it's important to protect Maine's water quality and to support policies will do just that, protect the water of Maine. In this episode of Frontline Voices, you'll hear about how and why the Brewshed Alliance began. First with Kristen Jackson, NRCM's Federal Project Outreach Coordinator, and then with three brewers who are part of the coalition, Christy Mahaffey from Foundation, Abe Firth from Orno Brewing, and Dan Kleben from Maine Beer Company. Thanks for listening to Frontline Voices, and here's my conversation with Kristen. The Maine Brewshed Alliance launched on March 27th, so could you tell us what it is and what its goals are? The Maine Brewshed Alliance is a coalition of craft breweries and the Natural Resources Council of Maine committed to protecting Maine's waterways. So it has three main goals. The first is to educate consumers about the importance of protecting our clean water here in Maine. Um, The second is to advocate for programs and policies that will protect clean water now and for future generations. Um, And the third is to raise money and awareness for various clean water initiatives. This seems pretty awesome. And so (laughs) can you tell us how you came up with this idea? I work on the federal level, so interact a lot with environmental groups in other states, and first heard about this idea from some of our colleagues out in Washington and Oregon who have formed these Brewshed Alliances back in 2012, actually. And when we first heard about it, we thought it would be great here in Maine because A, we have really great clean water, some of the cleanest water in the country, and then B, we have a lot of really great, awesome breweries, um, so are always looking for ways to engage more stakeholders and and seemed like a really great way to get breweries involved in protecting something that they use all the time. I was doing a little research before this conversation, and Portland is one of the beer capitals of the country. Mm. Portland has more breweries per capita than any other U.S. city. Wow. Could you tell us then which breweries are part of the alliance? We have 13 founding members, and I will say since we launched, we've had inquiries from uh, at least a a dozen more breweries to join the alliance, which is really exciting. Some of our founding members, a lot of them are actually in the Portland area just because that's the biggest resource there. But let's see, we've got Allagash Brewing Company, Austin Street Brewery, Bissell Brothers, Definitive Brewing Company, Foundation Brewing Company, Geary's, which is New England's first craft brewery, Good Fire, Maine Beer Company, Orono Brewing, Oxbow Brewing, Rising Tide, Sebago, and Shipyard. That's a really great list. And so I would like to know, since you had the idea, what did you have to do to make it actually happen? Yeah, so we just started reaching out to breweries. We started with Dan Kleban at Maine Beer Company, since he's worked with us on a couple of things before. Floated the idea by him, and he was all about it. Gave us a list of people to reach out to, but told us from the start that pretty much everyone he thinks we reach out to will be interested in getting involved, and he was totally right. As soon as we started sitting down with people and, and inquiring about the initiative, everyone was on board that we talked to, so that was really great to see. And as you were meeting with each of the owners of the breweries, what were some common themes that you heard from those meetings? We asked a lot of people about where they got their water from and what they had to do to their water to brew. And pretty much everyone said 
the only things they ever have to do to the water is to filter it through charcoal, which is a really simple process. So all they have to do is actually take out what the Portland Water District puts in, which is fluoride and chlorine. So they have to do very little and are really grateful for that because it saves them a lot of money and it gives them um, something to experiment with to create their beer. Was there anything that surprised you from your meetings? Um, I wouldn't say this surprised me as much, but it was really refreshing to see that a lot of, I I would again say everyone we met with not only cares about protecting clean water and protecting this resource for their own bottom line, it's not just about economics to them, it's that they understand that that's the right thing to do for our communities and our our future, you know, it's, it's not just about the economic sense, it's really about the ethic of protecting Maine's resources. Well, just moving forward, what should all of us look for coming from the Bruchette Alliance? In the immediate future, we're planning a bunch of events around Earth Day. So Orno Brewing and Foundation Brewing have collaborated on a beer called Love Your Planet, which will be released on 420 at the Thirsty Pig in Portland. What kind of beer is it? It's an Earth Day IPA. A little bit of rhyming going on there. (laughs) Um, And that, you know, that will be in honor of the Bruchette Alliance. The logo of the Bruchette Alliance will be on the can, so that'll be cool to see. Um, And then we have a couple of other events around Earth Day uh, at both Maine Beer Company and Oxbow where people can come and learn more about the importance of protecting clean water for beer um, and some actions that they can take to protect clean water for some active policies that are happening. And then moving forward, we'll continue to do outreach events and getting in front of the public to talk about clean water and beer. And we'll also be engaging the breweries on various policies that are important for protecting our clean water. Well, that sounds wonderful. I'm sure many listeners are eager to try the Earth Day IPA, but many (laughs) thanks um, to the breweries involved, and thank you for all your work. Thanks. This is part of the episode where you'll hear from Christy, Abe, and Dan, and just please keep in mind that it will sound a little different than our um, Augusta recording studio, which is really our conference room. Uh, These conversations took place at Maine Beer Company's new tasting room in Freeport. There's a little background noise because everyone was having such a good time. Uh, So... First up is Christy Mahaffey, the co-founder of Foundation Brewing Company. Here's Christy. Maine truly does have clean water. Foundation Brewing Company is in Portland, so we get our water from Sebago Lake through the Portland Water District. And the Portland Water District is actually one of only, I think, six in the, the country where we have an exemption for secondary filtration because we're working with such clean water. The other side of that is that at the brewery, most breweries have to do some kind of water treatment and it's minimal what we have to do coming from the the Svego Lake water. You don't have to name names, but have you traveled throughout the country and visited different breweries? And what's what's your sense of what other people have to do? um, (laughs) How much are you saving? So I don't have actual numbers. One piece is that um, there, there's certainly an economic impact where people have to pay more for the water that they get from their water district because so much more infrastructure is needed. Uh, so that's, that's certainly part of it. But the other is, so you go to, if you travel outside of Maine, you can taste the difference in the water. I mean, it's, you've got water softening systems and, and all of that. And you can see on your equipment, you know, if you're not filtering some of that out, it'll actually impact how you clean your equipment. It can make that more difficult. So not only the quality of the taste of your beer, 
but also how much work and energy and chemicals will go into your cleaning process as well. Coming home, it, it's, it tastes so good to come home. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I might put that at the front of this. <laughs> you know, another question I have is that, you know, this, this Bruchette Alliance is an advocacy group. And because you've joined, you know, your brewery is going to help educate Maine people about the importance of clean water. Could you talk a bit about maybe how you see the connection between being a business owner and being an advocate and why you think this is a good step? Absolutely. I, as a business owner and just a Maine resident, I think we have a vital responsibility to protect our water. There are clear economic benefits. There's no doubt about that. And you can run the numbers and that can be enough to make your decision. But the truth is we need water for everything we do in the state. So it's, I, I do see it as a responsibility to take ownership of, of something, a resource that we use so much of for our product um, and is so vital to the state for other industries in the state and just for our people and for our families. Being here with such a great group of breweries represented, you know, what do you think might be possible for the Bruchette Alliance in the future? Well, I think, number one, we have a great opportunity to reach out to other people who may not think about water. It's easy to take it for granted when it's going well. And unfortunately, even in our own country, I recently heard something like one in four people don't have access to truly safe drinking water. That's in the, in the U.S. Um, and that's just astounding to me. So in Maine, we, we are very fortunate. Maine actually has a very strong history of conservation with a lot of things and, and water uh, is being one of them. So I think breweries have an opportunity to take it to the next step to reach a lot of tourists, um, you know, over 9 million people coming into the state to visit a brewery you know, one in five tourists, there's there's a huge opportunity to educate people about why water drinking water is so important, clean water, uh, why it's important, what we can do to continue to protect it. One of the, the biggest things that we can do to protect our water sources is to preserve forest land because it's a natural filtration system. So we can be mindful and work together to identify some of those key areas. Um, again, Sebago Lake being in our backyard is uh, very familiar to me and they have some great efforts going on there, but there are opportunities all across the state. Thank you, Christy. And here is Abe Firth, co-founder of Orno Brewing Company. Where does your water come from that you brew with and what's the water quality story? Sure. We're in Orno. Um, Orno has great water and we're on town water um, and for us we rely on that water staying high quality. Orno has basically um, reservoirs. And so what was the reason that you wanted to be part of the Bruchet Alliance and help educate people about Maine's water quality? Uh, just you know being a Mainer growing up loving what Maine has to offer it and becoming part of a brewery and realizing how important water is to, to us as as a brewery as well as uh, who we are living in Maine and why we're here. It all ties together. Uh, we, you know, I had a very personal relationship with water as a kid. I, my parents were kind of like back of the landers in down east rural Maine and we had a spring that was a natural spring and like five gallon bucket that we'd bring the water to the house with. So we knew exactly where the water was coming from. It was, it was sitting there, you know, 100 yards from our house and we had to make sure that spring was clean and that was really delicious water. 
Um, so from a little kid until now, how I've, how I've received my water has changed because now it's coming out of a faucet at our house. You know, um, it's just something that is so critical to our, to our enjoyment of life, um, being in Maine and having access to, to the wonderful recreation uh, that we do through water. You know, like every year we're, we're whitewater rafting, we, we have a little camp on a lake, we're enjoying that part of it. Um, and then, of course, we're using a lot of it, making a lot of beer. So it just totally makes sense. And from a, from a state perspective and from a national perspective and from a global perspective to do everything we can to keep us um, in, in the position we're in now. I remember traveling and jumping in a lake. I was like 18 years old. I was on just like a road trip cross country. And I was jumping, I jumped in a river in Utah. And I got out and I was like, dude, Nobody swims in that. It's like, oh, I thought you could swim in everything, you know? So we're spoiled here. We want to keep, we want to stay spoiled in Maine. Here in Utah, clean water, it's not just important to the business community and breweries, but the quality of life in Maine and the recreational opportunities we have. I know Orno is well situated right near the Northwoods yeah. and Baxter, and so it's, yeah. there's such a close link. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Between, uh, you know, within an hour, I can hit so many different, really awesome. Adventure spots, and then really within five minutes, you know, I can ride my bicycle to, to a spot to go kayaking. Or I can, you know, there's just so much that is in nature that keeps us in Maine. You know, I keep it that way. I've asked this of the others. Why do you think it makes sense for you as a business to be also an advocate? I think that we have a responsibility. We have a, a lot of people that are connected to our brand, so we have an opportunity to to bring up issues that uh, are important to talk about and to work to keep keep things moving in the right direction. And it's a great way to celebrate the work that other people are doing in Maine and to join together. We have a very collaborative group of brewers. So to work together on this type of thing is an extra kind of special opportunity. Yeah, I've noticed that everyone seems like they're, they're friends and yeah. they know each other well. Yeah. We're brewing an Earth Day IPA. I, my business partner who runs the brewery side of things as far as brewery operations had the folks from Foundation visit yesterday and they brewed this Earth Day IPA together and part of the proceeds will go to the main brewery alliance from the sales and it's just it's fun, it's a great story. So anyone listening? A lot of great hops and 100% main grown grain and uh, Orno water. Thanks so much, Abe. Once again, you can try Orno's Earth Day IPA called Love Your Planet on Saturday, April 20th at the Thirsty Pig in Portland. Foundation will also be releasing their Earth Day IPA called Pale Blue Dot, so make sure to put that on your calendar. And finally, here's my conversation with Maine Beer Company co-founder Dan Kleben. Water is the base ingredient of beer, um, and we're fortunate that here in Maine, our water, especially the surface water, the Sebago Lake surface water, um, it's, like, it's like painting on a blank canvas. A lot of breweries in a lot of other states, they have water that has a lot of hardness, they have pH issues, so they have to put that water through a lot of kind of secondary filtration, which requires time, money, effort, just to get the water to a state where you can then brew with it. So we're really fortunate here that we have kind of pristine water and we can add all the kind of different ingredients we want without having to worry about how the water is going to kind of interact and, and compromise the flavor of the beer. Well, that's a good way to think about it. And so the, the growth in craft breweries in Maine has been huge in the past decade. Do you think it's then directly connected to the water quality? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's it's a stretch to say that 
the fact that we enjoy such clean and pristine water here uh, has made it a lot easier for brewers to get off the ground because they don't have to invest in additional filtration equipment, which is very expensive. Mm -hmm. And also just from a quality standpoint, um, good clean water is absolutely essential to good beer. And I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that, you know, the great beers coming out of the state of Maine uh, owe, owe a debt to, to the clean water that we have here. Sure. I was talking to Kristen from Foundation, and she was saying that she can taste differences in water quality when she's having different beers. Absolutely. Uh, as she has traveled throughout the country. And yeah. Would you say the same thing? Oh, totally. Uh, so, for example, go to Florida. Florida, it's taken Florida a long time for the, the craft beer industry to truly really get off the ground. And in a large part of that is because they have to basically put their water through RO, desalinization, uh, it's incredibly expensive uh, to, to make beer, to get good water there. Go to California, where there's a lack of water. Water's very expensive. Uh, and again, they have to put a lot of their water through RO, uh, which is really wasteful. One, putting water through RO, you waste a lot of water that way, and it's incredibly expensive. If you don't do that, you know, good brewers in those states will have to undergo all those kind of expenses and take all that time and sure. effort. Or they just don't do it, and you can tell the quality. That's one thing we don't have to worry about here. Um, you know, we don't we don't have to worry about our water. We take it. I mean, I think we can take it. It's easy to take for granted as a brewer. Uh, and also, it's I, don't, I think a lot of just the general public doesn't understand or appreciate uh, how lucky we are. So every glass of really good main craft beer they're drinking, you know, they owe. You know, they owe kind of a, a little bit of a debt of gratitude to the fact that we have abundant kind of clean natural resources here. Well, and so even if people don't know it, yeah. you know, part of the hope of the Bruce Alliance that's, is that's that exactly it's, right. you know, will we'll educate, you know, Mainers, I, tourists. I think and, that's right. And that's why I think it's it's a great alliance because brewers, I mean, I, I think there are a lot of industries, obviously, that care about clean natural resources. But we as brewers are somewhat uniquely situated in that it actually is the base ingredient of our product. Uh, you know, not a lot of industries will actually we rely on it. So it's not just it's the right thing to do from public health reasons, from, you know, just it's the way that we like life to be here in this state. From a purely economic standpoint, it's a it's a driver of business in this state. So I think it, it's a it's a good alliance and shows that, uh, you know, a good, clean environment can coexist with a good economy. So I'm hearing you say that it's a partnership that yeah. makes sense. And I just... I guess I'll conclude by saying that I know that Maine Beer Co. has done a lot of advocacy work. You've been supporters of the Cottonwoods and Waters, and so could you just give me a sense of why you think it's a good idea for your business to be part of initiatives that advocate for yeah. the clean environment? Well, I mean, I, I think we're, I consider you know myself uh, incredibly fortunate to be able to own a business in the state of Maine, to grow a business in the state of Maine, and I think along with that comes a responsibility. Uh, of main beer company, other breweries, and other industries to not take for granted uh, the great situation that we're in. And so I, I guess I feel somewhat personally responsible to give back and to make sure that I'm taking care of the environment, our employees, our community, because without that, you know, we're not a success and we're not a successful brewery, we're not a successful brewing industry. Well, thanks very much for the work that you do. Yeah. Thanks for your great beer. And, yeah, uh, no, well, keep the water clean. We'll keep making good beer. Thank you to Christy Mahaffey, Abe Firth, and Dan Kleben for being part of Frontline Voices. We also want to thank all of the now 20 members of the Maine Brewstead Alliance, Allagash, Atlantic, 
Austin Street, Batson River, Barebones, Bissell Brothers, Definitive, Foundation, Geary's, Good Fire, Lubeck Brewing, Main Beer Company, Orno Brewing, Oxbow, Rising Tide, Saco River Brewing, Sebago, Shipyard, and Tributary. Such a great list. Thank you all for being part of the Alliance and for your commitment to protecting Maine's water quality. If you want to learn more about the Maine Brewshed Alliance, please visit www.mainebrewshedalliance.org. That's where you'll find more information about some upcoming Brewshed Alliance events happening in honor of Earth Day. On Earth Day itself, which is Monday, April 22nd, go to Maine Beer Company in Freeport to celebrate Earth Day with the Brewshed Alliance. We'll have giveaways and more information on how to get involved. And then on Wednesday, April 24th, head over to Oxbow for some fun with the Brewshed Alliance. I hear there's going to be a raffle and some live music, so uh, we hope you can join us. And if you like this episode and you want to hear more from us, you can subscribe to Frontline Voices on iTunes and Google Play. And now we're even on Spotify. So thank you again and drink responsibly.